Choose the adventure. Let's get to it. My, you've got it! Uh, it's the time uh, again. Uh, for the Dale of Dale Podcast. Uh, Boy, you've got it! Uh, I am your host, Barrandon uh, Rail. I'm in a silly mood today, so hey, I'm going to be a little silly for you. I hope you like it. No. I am titling this podcast choose the adventure because that's what we got to do in life, man. And I'm trying to remind myself of this all the time because when one door shuts, another door opens. Let me tell you a little quick story but that segues right into this about what's, what's at stake here and why, why should we pursue our dreams? Why should we pursue the things that, that matter most to us? It's not always so, uh, so simple to talk about or to describe in words because it's not practical, right? Dreams are, are very, very uh, typically not practical at all, right? A lot of times they require the most of us in terms of our, our energy, our, our spirituality, our finances, all these things, right? It's always a risk. It's always a gamble. Why do it? Short answer is because you have to. Because that little voice within, within you won't let you sleep, right? It never shuts up. And you know that you have to. You know that that's the reason that you were put here on the earth. It wasn't to just go along to get along or go with the flow and just go down the, the river over the waterfall edge. You know what I mean? Unless that's your thing. Unless you want to go whitewater rafting or something because it's exhilarating. I think that'd be exhilarating too. If that's your dream, go for it. But that's not what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? We're not meant to just float by through life until the end. So, I wanted to talk about choosing the adventure because about, I want to say about a year ago, maybe a little longer, I was reading this book called The Actor's Survival Guide by Jenna Fisher. Jenna Fisher from The Office, she wrote a book for actors on uh, her career path and everything that she encountered. Fascinating stuff, really, really uh, great information. And I, w- I remember reading the book, somebody gifted it to me, and there was a part in there that talked about a class in Los Angeles that is for on-camera auditioning, uh, specifically for that. Because even as you know, you get trained as an actor, you get trained in monologues and scene works. You do plays. Uh, you do you know you might do a little bit of film work here, student films, short films, stuff like that. But when you go and you actually are auditioning for big films or movies and or commercials and stuff like that, the art of actually auditioning for these things on camera is completely separate, actually, from all the other training that you do as an actor, meaning it's it's in its own world. So you have to be able to master that stuff, too. And I have a little bit of experience for uh, auditioning on camera, but I, I, not, not a lot, to be totally honest. So Jenna Fisher recommended this class in L.A. I'm like, great. I'm gonna call him up and see see if I can get into this mamma jamma because that would just be cool. I think I I gotta go there and see what it's like and if I can take a class while I'm there, perfect. So I call. They're like, "That's great, Brandon, that you want to do this, but there's a two year waiting list." I said, "Fine, you know what? I understand you're busy. It was in the book. I get it. Why don't you put my name down anyways and uh, let me know when you have an opening?" They said, "Sure, great, wonderful, grand. We'll put his name down. Never heard back from them anything, right? Okay." So that was over a year ago, and um, I just recently left the acting program that I was in to pursue 
different things to go on my own personal adventure towards, you know, maybe LA, maybe Austin, maybe who knows, right? And out of nowhere, I get this email that says, hey, you know that class that you uh, put your name on? We actually have an opening for you if you would like to take it. It was like right at the same time that I'm segueing into something completely different. That door opens up and it's like perfect timing, man. It's like divine timing. I'm like, holy cow. Isn't that amazing how things like that work in life? If I was still in the program, I wouldn't be able to take this class, right? I, I wouldn't be able to go to LA and, 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 and visit it and see what it's like and, and make my own judgment about what it is that I want to do and where, where I want to study and you know, what I want to pursue. Isn't that crazy? So even though of all the self-help stuff that I've talked about and all the things on my adventure and my journey, these things happen and I still, my initial knee-jerk reaction is to be kind of like, oh shit, something actually really has opened up for me and uh, if, I don't, if I don't take this, this is, I mean, what else am I gonna do, right? It's like oh, the fear and some doubt and some uncertainty. It's like, I don't live in LA yet. Uh, at this moment, so am I going to drive out there? And then, like, I was looking at it, and it, and in fact, I'm able to drive out there because it's not during the days that I work, and it's on, uh, it's an evening class, so I'm able to do the six-hour drive there and back uh, one time a week. And that just struck me as really funny that these doors open up in our life, and it it really does come down to a decision that we make to either walk through them or not. You know, and when I first read the email, the I was super excited. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that this is, you know, available to me at this point in this time. Like the timing of it is just impeccable, right? And timing is everything in life. And then, you know, it's funny because I, I do uh, oftentimes, you know, I, I start thinking about things like, oh, I'm going to have to drive out there. It's so far. It's a six hour drive, one way, all of this stuff. And then I was like, no. We're not thinking that way. Look, if you want to actually be an actor, if you really want to, to see how far that you can go with this, then you have to go to either L.A. or to New York or to at least some place where a lot of stuff is going on to where you can even go after a job or, or get a, a legit agent who can get you you know, jobs, get you work that's, that's legit and you're not just doing student films or, you know, local commercials. I mean, if that's what you want to do, I'm not judging that. But I'm saying, if you want to go for it, you've got to go to the store. you got to go to the candy store, as Willie Nelson said in his biography. you got to go to the store, because if you don't go to the store, you can't buy anything. It's a weird analogy, but it makes sense to me. So I paid the, I paid the deposit, and I, I am going. I got over my fears and, and all the inconveniences and all the stuff. And I, I told myself at the very least, I will know a lot more about what I want to do next. And it's a decision that's pushing me to get the knowledge and the information that I need to help pursue my goals as an actor and to learn how to audition on camera. Hell yeah, right? I mean, that's I'm extremely nervous about it, extremely excited about it, but part of me was was almost not going to make the decision can you believe it it's i don't know if it's if it was just if it's just me it's or or it's just that part of us that always has that, those little doubts and and tells you to like uh, maybe you shouldn't do that you know but man every single time that i have not listened to that voice i've gone on an adventure 
And it just reminded me of some things in my life in terms of the the road and the path that you're going to be on. This might seem a little counter counterintuitive, but to me, it started to make sense when when I started making decisions like this. If I can see everything that's going to happen from a decision in 10 years from now from when I make it, I don't really think that that's much of an adventure. There's something to be said about playing it safe in life, and I think that in some respects you need to be smart. Uh, a lot of respects you need to be smart about the decisions that you make, right? But for me, when I say I'm a, I am going to pursue this, let's just say it's acting. I'm going to pursue acting with everything that I have and see where I can go with it. I have absolutely no idea where I'm going to end up in 10 years from now. I could be a completely different person, doing completely different things, want nothing to do with acting, or I could still I could still be pursuing it, or I could be working in it professionally. I have no idea. That decision <laughs> excites me a lot. That sort of uncertainty and that sort of adventurous type of feeling that comes from it. Now, again, we're so accustomed to making the decision that we, we, we have an idea or we think that we know where it's going to make us land in 10 years, right? I go to medical school, four years of undergraduate school, four years of medical school, two to however many years of residency, blah, blah, blah. Now I'm a doctor. Now I work at a hospital. I have my own practice or whatever it is that you're going to do. And then you arrive at retirement at some point in your life you can see the destination in there, right? You know exactly where it is that you're going. And I, I'm not saying that that's not wise or that's not smart. I'm just saying it's not really that adventurous. And to me, I really want to take these sort of risks and these chances on myself. It's not just risk-taking for the sake of risk-taking. Like, I hate gambling. I, I, I want nothing to do with going to the casino. It's nothing. I have no... No desire to take a risk in that way. Same thing with with drugs and alcohol and all that stuff. Those are risks that have that they they do nothing to inspire me. I want nothing to do with them. Okay, but having a goal and having a dream, having something that feeds me, that fills my soul up, and saying I'm betting all my chips, so to say, on that dream, on myself, on where it is that I want to go and what I want to com- to to complete with my life. That's a bet that I will take any day of the week, man. And it's because I can't see where it's going to lead me, but I know that it's the path that I need to be on. There's nothing less inspiring to me to know exactly where something is going to end, how it's going to end, and what I'm going to be doing. There's it, it appeals to, to our, our, sense of, a safe, our sense of safety that we're always looking for, our basic needs that we're trying to get met. And I understand that. You really do need to be able to support yourself, right? But you don't have to go to school for 12 years for something that you didn't even really want that much to do that. You know, I went to school for x-ray school, which was only two years, and then I did additional training in it, so it was about three years. I went to school for it at the time when I was really young, when I was 19, because I had no idea what the hell I, I wanted to do. 
and my sister was doing it, and she was making decent money. So I went to school. It was a trade school. It was a technical school, okay? And it, it didn't cost me that much money to do it at the time. I don't even know what, what the schooling is for it now, but say, I can promise you it's a hell of a lot cheaper than going to medical school. So I ended up with about, I think it was around $20,000 in student loan debt. And, but when I got out, I mean, I have not, because it's a technical school, you're getting trained for a certain job, uh, a certain skill, which that's what the economy is based on. You get paid off of what skills you have and how marketable those are. So I did that. I got a job. I made about 40 grand a year outside of that. Took me a while, but I eventually paid off my student loan debt. And I decided to go back to ASU and study other things because I was still, you know, looking and and searching for things myself of what what it is that I wanted to do. But I always had that vocational degree to fall back on, which was essentially what kept me from waiting tables or or driving Uber and stuff like that while I was in uh, college, which is fine. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But now I have that technical degree and I don't have any student loan debt. Why not take the adventure? Why not take the risks? Can you put yourself in a situation like that too? You might even be in a situation like that and not even really realize it because you're not, you might not be thinking about it like that. I say choose the adventure, man. That's the whole daring to fail thing that makes me really excited, that makes me like want to get out of bed in the morning. Not, not, a, not a normal day job. Um, do you feel me on that? I think you do. I think you, I think you agree with me on that. So nothing against doctors, nothing against going to school for a long time to study something that you're passionate about and something uh, that you love. I just want you to think for a second that maybe maybe you have a, a dream or a goal or something that you can't see the destination of, and that's that's kind of what holding what's holding you back, that uncertainty and that sort of risk. I want you to think of that as something that you should move towards instead of away from. Because I promise you that what you'll the, the growth and, and 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 the things that you'll face, the things that you'll have to learn on that path are going to be completely different than something that has already been very well mapped out for you because this is a very unique path. Choose the unique path that's your own. I mean, that's that's really the only way that I think that we can create a life that really makes the most sense to us so we get the most fulfillment out of and really get that, that feeling of, of having been alive. I really lived. I remember the research uh, when I was in college, actually, because I studied psychology when I was, in, when I was at ASU as well, uh, of the things that people regret the most at the end of their life. And uh, it's super, super interesting research. And to summarize it very simply, it's people regretted far more the things that they didn't do than the things that they did do. Those goals, those dreams, those half-cocked ideas or, or whatever it is that you had that the people around you or society or even yourself in general just dissuaded you from doing it because it was not practical because it didn't have a clear destination, because it was too much of a risk for you to bet on yourself. 
that's the, I want you so badly. And I, the world would be such a better place in my opinion, if we had just, if, if our society revolved around that, revolved around people on the road to becoming their best selves, as opposed to what's the most practical or what's the most economical in demand sort of thing that doesn't really serve anything except some sort of nebulous conception of economy and, and what, we, what we value on the surface. Everything has its place, but you don't have to fulfill that place. You don't have to become a doctor or a nurse or, or, or anything along those lines if it's not really something that you want to do. I'm sorry, you just don't. I understand that those, those jobs are extremely important, and there's so many other important jobs out there. I think it's important for the people who are bagging groceries at the grocery store to, to be happy and kind and, and smiling and, and saying hello to people. Do you know how much of an Im- a positive impact you can have on somebody's day by just looking at them and smiling when you make eye contact with them? Or that you even decide to, to make eye contact with them? How many times do we just ignore people's eyes? Right? I mean, it's so simple for us to actually have a really big positive impact on people. We don't necessarily have to focus on a career or something along those lines that, that we think is going to make us happy or, or, or do good because there's so many options for us to do that. It doesn't have to be in sort of a traditional means. You know how, for me personally... If the bands that I loved the most, like say one of my all-time favorite bands, 311, super positive, always had a great message, lifted me out of so many funks and depressions in my life. Those guys were a bunch of kids from Omaha, Nebraska that were playing, you know, white guys nonetheless. They were in a rap, hip-hop, reggae, rock band (laughs) in like the very early 90s, late 80s, okay? If those guys wouldn't have gotten in an RV and driven to LA and and started out there, I mean, I, the world would for me would be so much such a darker place. You think about your favorite artists and you think about all the all your favorite actors, your favorite shows, and all these all these things. And there's a lot of junk out there. I'm not saying that there's not, but the stuff that really has an impact on you, the stuff that really inspires you. I mean, God, Dead Poets Society. Right, Robin Williams, poor guy. I mean, it's so sad what happened to him, but he had so many inspiring movies and he did, he made people laugh. Like just being able to make people laugh and to make feel be- make them feel better about, about their situations. You know, he used to go to, to, when he was, you know, Patch Adams. I don't know if you ever saw Robin Williams play Patch Adams, who's based off of a, a real um, doctor who used comedy and, and humor to help heal patients. And he was very, very anti-tradition in terms of medicine, and he called patients by their first names, and he was he was a, a, an amazing character. It's a great example of how a person had, uh, in, in a field that's very strictly rooted in tradition broke away from the tradition and, and did something extremely positive and extremely great. Those are the things that matter so much, man. Our, our, our world, our life can be anything that we want it to be. We just have to be willing to kind of pay the price to do that. It's tough. It's not easy. But man, I think it's so worth it. And I say take the adventure. If you have an idea or something, and I'm talking to myself too, because I promise you that I am not perfect in this respect at all. I, I am working on my own stuff and the, all the other ideas and everything that I have. 
uh, myself. And just like I had that knee jerk reaction to, um, to, Hey, maybe I shouldn't take this class out in LA, even though it would be so beneficial for me because it's going to cost me money. It's going to be drive time and yada, 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 excuse, excuse, excuse. The more excuses that you make about not taking the adventure, the shittier your life is going to get, I think, or the more predictable it's going to get. And you might be thinking to yourself, hey, predictable is comfortable, and I need to survive, and I need to live. I get that. But what are you going to regret more? It's the things that you didn't do, the things that you really wanted to do that were rooted in maybe something that you couldn't explain, but something that you could feel, but you were afraid, and uh, it was really difficult, it was really challenging, and you decided not to do it, and we just... We decide to just, to just kind of go with it, go with the flow. And that's a huge danger in my opinion, man, because at the end of life, if it's the only thing that I get to say is that, hey, I went for it. I had a dream. I had things that I wanted to accomplish. Maybe my dreams changed. That's okay. Dreams can change. You're writing the script and you get to change it whenever you want. If something it doesn't pan out or doesn't feel like doesn't feel like anything, it's just it's not the fact that that the dream came true or that the outcome was perfect and everything was hunky dory. It's the fact that you just went for it. That's a sort of peace of mind that you can't buy, and that you can't earn any other way other than doing it. So I say, take that adventure. Please, talking to myself too. Take it, Brandon. Jesus, man. We only got one life to live. So I am saying yes to my own adventure. I'm going to take a class out in LA and meet people and feel it out and and just check the place out and, and see what the hell my next move is. So that means my podcast will probably get a lot more interesting. Maybe I can get some interviews with uh, some people out there and, and kind of pick their brain and, and see uh, see what they're doing. A lot of creative people out there, I would assume. And um, I encourage you to do the same thing. If it's not a class out in L.A., maybe it's a class here in Phoenix or something that's local to wherever it is you are in the world. Take that chance on yourself, man. You are so worth it. You have so much within you. You just don't even realize it until you try. You are capable of, of great, amazing, beautiful, wonderful things. Your dreams should be honored, they are worthy, and they are worth every second that you spend on them, every dime that you spend on them, because it all comes down to your personal growth and to the beautiful things that you can give to other people in this world through your art, whatever your art is. It doesn't have to be music acting or, or even anything that's considered artistic. It could be whatever it is that's in your heart. And I just it's my, my dream and part of my passion, too, is to help inspire people to take those risks and to, you know, talk myself into taking more risks, too, because I need just as much help as anybody else. So, yes, thank you so much for listening to the Dare to Fail podcast, and uh, there will be a lot more to come. All right. I love you guys. Go out there. Take some adventures. You won't regret it. Have a good one. Boy, you've got it. Hey, what's up, people? Just really quickly wanted to add, if there's anybody out there who would like to be interviewed for this podcast or has any comments or questions or concerns that they would like to address with me, 
feel free to reach out. My email is F-R-A-E-H-L at gmail.com. That's F-R-A-E-H-L at gmail.com. You can also leave me a comment. Also, if you're in the area of Phoenix, please stay tuned on my website for show dates, concert dates, play dates, actor dates, anything. If you just want to hang out with me, I'd like to hang out with you. Yeah, just check it out. It's all on the site. B-R-A-E-H-L dot com. That's B-R-A-E-H-L dot com. Goodbye for reals.